the carnival is back and now we are on Zoom because basically some people just don't have time to come to the theater. COVID's a thing. Some people live far, far away. So we are in Patrick's uh, Fortress of Solitude with the red end yes, uh, blue tiles to protect the noise. And for Zoom, you're going to have a lot of interesting people on here over the weeks, but we need a really good guest. So click the bat signal on. Okay, here it goes. Mike, <laughs> Mike, good to see you. Good to, good to talk to you guys. And Mike What's is up? actually part of, he's a friend of mine for many years, and he was part of the carnival from the beginning, but we can never get him on because of the times. Because he's involved with the major theater and he's busy and everything. And we're finally- well, I'm not busy. <laughs> I have been busy the past uh, year. Yeah, I was, okay, I have to admit one thing from, you've done some films. When I saw AEW and everything, and MJF, he is Connor Miles from Suicide Watch. He really <laughs> is. MJF is a colossal douchebag. Yeah, I yeah, can relate to that person. Mike did a film called Suicide Watch. He had a guy named Connor Miles who was like this douchebag. And I just think the character of MJF is that guy. Wait, hold on. You were in that? No, you told me about it. Well, as I say, I, I totally forgot about that part of my life. I just that remember was like Connor Miles. I just remember, and you worked actually with Cherry Crush and on the Alphabet Murders. Yes. Yep. Our friend Joe cool. Ridinger was in Cherry Crush for a while. You know, oh, nice. You told me those Elijah Dushku stories that were pretty funny. Cool. Yeah, she's a, yeah. not a nice person. We'll well, you can share that. a little about the breaking out in high. She won't sue us. <laughs> she was a. Uh, Luckily, on that set, I was not a production assistant. I was locations. So she would treat like the production assistants like garbage, make them run out, get Red Bulls and do all these other things. And then she broke out in hives one day and it was just a colossal mess. And I remember I was actually I was stuck in a basement because she was filming a scene upstairs and you can't walk on a locked set. Yeah. So I was stuck in this basement for about, I would say, about eight hours with my friend and I couldn't go to the bathroom or anything. So I just straight up pee in this guy's sink. And you know, a bunch of other things. It had to happen. I couldn't move. Oh, yeah, so I, no, you gotta do what you gotta do. But um, yeah, it was some guy's house downtown. I hope he never found out about that. But hey, if he's listening to this, he now knows that his sink has urine in it. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully by now it doesn't. Wow, this smells really well, you never know. it's got a wing smell to it. Uh, <laughs> so how is a... basically like you said, nothing in the last year because of COVID? Yeah, I've been yeah, it's it's been a struggle. I know you've been trying to get me on this thing, but I, I, the girlfriend situation, I had a girlfriend like last year at this time. So that takes up a lot of your time. And you know, I've been trying to keep busy. And uh, like the Eddie Nebula and the plague song about Rochester girls. We won't go into that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll send it to you sometime. Yeah. We want this to be not a family show with something that's entertaining. <laughs> 13, I guess. Right. Yeah. I mean, you never know on, the way things are going now, one of my friends, I was telling Patrick before we started, he got yanked on Facebook for a month because Spielberg was doing West Side Story. He said he wanted to see Scorsese do it. They got him for promoting violence. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. A Scorsese West Side Story, I think, would be an odd thing to do, though. I'm, no, I, you know. I'm not sure how he would do with something like I that. Just, uh, just do Gangs in New York and make it a musical. And just said it a few years later. <laughs> But the one thing we certainly have to talk about a lot is all things Batman, because Mike's a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. I'm always yeah. down to talk some Batman. And the thing is, I've been going through Harley Quinn. And what do you think of the depiction of Bane? 
I don't mind it because Bane's kind of one note. So, you know, in that show, they kind of, you know, I wouldn't want Bane acting like that in a live action movie, but in a oh, comedic worst movie ever, maybe for Batman, yeah. Batman yeah. and Robin. Yeah, exactly. But so, I just watched the pit episode where he's all missing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but we have to, it is a safe space. <laughs> you didn't make your yeah. bed. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to the next season of that. They're making it now. So it's really yeah. enjoyable. I mean, I like the whole thing with like Dr. Psycho, where they catch him, and he says the naughty word, and then he's gonna go on to try people. <laughs> But then they get him where they catch him and they're torturing him by showing feminist reels. He's oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> His but voice I, annoys me, though. Well, it's grating. Very grating. He's like Marvin the Martian. Yeah, a little bit. So, you know, but that's the thing in terms of Batman films. I think both, I know in terms of Batman versus Superman, we both waited for this. And what was your take on that? I remember you had an interesting take about, okay, these are like gods. It's not... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel like if you cut everything Superman out of that movie and just make it a Batman movie, minus him killing like literally like 70 people in that movie, minus that aspect, I think that's the best Batman on, on screen. The way he looks, the way he conducts himself. Yeah, I mean, you're shaking your head a little. No, 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 no. I, 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 I am agreeing with you on the, on the, I hate, and they do this in the movies a bunch, is when they make the Batmobile a tank, with the exception of... <laughs> you know, Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns. And that's, you know, the whole idea of that is that is that is a strange thing that you're now seeing. But now in all the movies, he always had guns pop out and start blasting things. It just, that, you know, that's it, true. Very it's true. Ridiculous. It's just, yeah, I, nice. I got I got a lot of opinions on Zack Snyder that are not, um, they're not good. They're not, I don't, I don't think. He's a great, he's a great visualist but yeah. when it comes to screenwriting, when it comes to anything re relating to character or, mm -hmm. you know, he's, he's just not very good, but his visuals are fantastic. I think he's, you know, he's very visual. Yeah. Somebody like Burton too. I'm not really familiar that he doesn't know comics. Yeah. Really but he doesn't. Yes. I feel he like does, he just he obviously does, does not know comics. Because Burton supposedly is really a snob about comics. He just sort of looked down on him. I feel like they both just flip through the comics, look at the images, and take what they can from that. They don't yeah. actually read the book. You know what I mean? It's but like I, I'm one Todd of those, I'm one of those apologists like, for Ben yeah. Affleck, too, because Batman's a bit of a douchebag, and he's older, he's paranoid, he's cynical. He I, think, I think the line from that film is, Alfred, we've been in Gotham for 20 years. Has it gotten better or worse? Yeah, that's exactly what he says, yeah. yeah. I mean, I... I love when Batman's a douche and I love when he's paranoid because that's pretty much my entire personality. So but, <laughs> I, I do. I think like you oh, said at many times, like with the books, he's prepared for everything. Yes. And yeah. I love that too. And I think the movie portrayed that because he was ready for Superman. He's and you know, justice league, he was fairly pretty much the reason why they all come together, you know? So he was important, but I don't know. I mean, I feel like his Justice League was better than the original cut, 100%, but it was still yeah. too long, and it was still too self-masturbatory, I think, a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. That's a great... <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. I saw all the slow-motion scenes, all the slow-fighting yeah. scenes and everything. 20 minutes. 20 minutes of that movie is slow-motion. <laughs> Watch it is, no, versus David, Keith David in that fight, and they live it's short. Yeah, I know. That. that, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, uh, that, well, yeah. But I'm wondering, too, in terms of some of these things, is this for us comic book people we know, if somebody really doesn't follow it, only follow are they going to look and go, what the hell is going on? In, in what, Justice League, you mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, if you just came into that just cold, you would have no idea what the hell you're looking at, really. You know where I'm going to go with this. One of the things I've heard that just gets me up in arms about this is when people will go, well, Darkseid's a Thanos ripoff. No, 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 not true at all. He was there first. Quite the opposite. Yep. You know, but the Patterson Patterson thing looks good. I'm I'm excited about that. I mean, you know, it seems like they're doing something interesting with it, making him kind of young and sort of uh, very brooding, very goth kind of. It's kind of an interesting take. I'm I'm sort of interested in seeing how he does because his look isn't. Yeah. That Batmobile is really, really something. I, I, I just, I like the muscle car Batmobile because you, it yes. just looks awesome. It you also had a point, doing. Patrick had a point out of all the years, this is the first time with Pattinson, when you take the mask off, you've got the little you red You still have eyes. that idea. Where you actually still have the, they actually show that your eyes just aren't black inside the mask. It's literally. <laughs> it's very true. I don't know why they, they shied away from that before. It I actually no sense really, I, shout out to Paul Dano. I really like Paul Dano as an actor. I think he's going to do a good job. Yeah. I, yeah, think, I, I think he's going to be good. How do be you a good think, and I think you said, because I, I've said it myself, that Batman Begins is probably the best Batman movie. Would you say um, that? Sure. Yeah, movie. I mean, if it had gone to my not head, Batman, I would probably... Not Batman and Robin. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know when that lost me? I started watching, as soon as they start, Arnold started singing the Cold Miser song, <laughs> I was ready to pack it in. <laughs> I love Batman and Robin, but I love it for reasons that have nothing to do with the Batman. Movie. Yeah, it's a horrible Batman movie, but it's a fun little comedy. You I know, that's the thing. I mean, that's yeah. why a lot of people give me grief about the Batman TV show with Adam West. I take it for what it is, and for what it is, that was Batman the comics at the time. It was stupid. It's campy. Mm-hmm. They made a choice to do it. The villains are done great. Yeah. Yeah. I. I don't disagree. I'd rather hang with the villains because they had more fun than these square heroes or whatever. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. you know. I'd like a candy bar. Would you not like some fresh fruit? It's better for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or Batman lecturing people on hygiene or Batman, you know, talking about rum pots in the movie about golly, why are they seeing all these weird characters? There's a low crowd filled with rum pots. They can't trust their eyes. Gee, Batman, alcohol's a filthy thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the thing. It was, you know, they were they were aiming this at kids, so they had to have a wholesome message in it. And they were thinking they were having some fun with that too. You know. <laughs> and the thing we thought our other cohort, Greg Andrews, said that they might have forced you back in the day that you had to put some kind of like message in it, like some good message they might have we don't know i wouldn't be surprised it seems like it would fit with the times i guess right? but if you have a film batman that you would say is you're probably your favorite and you think we're still looking for him right now i think affleck just because of his look and the way he i feel like if you let him do that batman movie that he was going to do that he should have done that movie would have been great i feel like that would have been quintessential batman but well, unfortunately, I never see that. He's in the, the the Flash, which I'm excited for, but I think that's his last time doing it. So we'll see how that goes. But. And the villain of it, who was Deathstroke, was going to be the villain, I think, in the movie. Yeah, he was going to be one yeah, of the villains. Yeah. He was like the main villain. There are going to be some like secondary ones as well. But I, I think that like Affleck's Batman is definitely my favorite as far as especially as far as the look goes. Yeah, he yeah, doesn't look like he's wearing a suit of black Iron Man armor. Yeah, yeah, well, the yeah, suit you know, he wears to the... fight Superman. Well, yeah, but the exception of when he, yeah, I'm talking about his regular Batman suit. So it's this thing that's just like 
Kevlar cloth kind of thing. That's all, you know, you can tell if you look at it closely, it's been, it's been repaired a million times. It's like the ship of Theseus shirt. If you look at it really close. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And the bat signal, the bat symbol is, is, you know, way and it's gray and he just, he looks, he looks the best in my opinion. And I think too, like we've said, he's an older Batman. He's a grump. Yeah. He's cynical. Yeah. He's surly. You know, yeah, and if you saw that guy coming at you at three o'clock in the morning in an alley, you'd be like, "Holy shit, I got to get the hell out of here!" You know? <laughs> yeah, which but, I think um, it's you know that's one of the things about him. But if you like, you know. in terms, do you think we've done a decent Joker yet? Or are we still waiting for him? I'm sick of the Joker. I feel like we should shelve him for a while, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I hear that. I, too I, much yeah. Joker is not a good thing. I think Joker is at at his best when he's used sparingly. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You, like just this this force just plows through things very sparingly used you can't focus on him too much because then you start seeing the cracks in the character i don't think he's a very deep character like everyone makes him out to be he's not no, no i think he's, people he's a force people like, depict yeah. him in different yeah. ways is what it is like you can get like he's a gangster like with leto i like that though i like that i liked him being just like this like flashy gangster type it seemed that that was like the most realistic version of the joker i think you could do yeah. like if people would think more, like, cool. he's, he's in the Snyder cut more, isn't he? No. Yeah. Well, he's, a, he's just, like, just he's at the very end. Yeah, he's at the very end. He's literally the last thing in the movie. He talks about <laughs> giving Batman a, a reach around. He talks about uh, yeah. <laughs> those sorts of things. Uh, yeah, I, I preferred that version. I, I don't know. Yeah, I was I was I was I wasn't really crazy about the Jared Leto Joker, but uh, but that being said. You didn't really see him in Suicide Squad. You just saw little blurbs of him and, you know, yeah. interesting to see. But I do, you know, they were definitely setting up as more of like a street level gangster kind of guy. And that made sense for that world. But I think, you know, like I saw, did you see uh, the Todd Phillips, Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie? I did. It's, you know, another exercise in self-masturbation with the with the director. You I, know what I mean? forgot about the Yeah, no, because... <laughs> Because ultimately, yeah, ultimately it's forgettable. I remember I, 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 I went. I was against it from the beginning for many reasons. One, not personally, I'm, I don't. That's just me. Everybody else loves him, and I get it. And I'm just a weirdo because I don't. I just don't care for him. I saw the things. movie before. It was called The King of Comedy. Well, that's the thing. He just like, yeah. and, and there's nothing original in it at all. It's just the no. it's Taxi Driver meets The King of Comedy, and the end. And that's it. And and the Joker's jammed in there to get people to see it. I mean, Todd Phillips himself, he said he was making, he doesn't know anything or care about the Batman comics or the source material. It was like, well, why is he the Joker then? Why don't you just make an original movie? Oh, wait, because it's not an original movie. And then they said, like, <laughs> it's, 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 it's two Scorsese movies jammed together. And they put the Joker in it to distract you from the fact that it's just two Scorsese movies jammed together with a, with a hot actor. Uh, who can't open his mouth and enunciate ever? Now you, we jump, oh, we jump around all over on the carnival, and you <laughs> yeah. can talk about what you want. Yes. But I've heard you. Cut us off. So many people say Mortal Kombat's really fun. I I love that movie. It's it's nonsense, but I love it. I'll have to see it. I'll have to see it. I, I have a regret. I suck at the game so bad. <laughs> I would. I used to play it. the old ones when I was a kid. Well, I used yeah, to go. Terrace Gardens used to have it, and my, you know, my mom would go bowling, and I would go grab my quarters and go play. I sucked. <laughs> An entire yeah. year of college was me and my two good friends playing on the Super Nintendo. I, I don't. I don't remember anything else that happened uh, much in my junior year of college, other than that and some shows I was in. And that's my, <laughs> certainly no classes 
uh, or anything. Now, one of the things is we this will not be out on the fourth, but this is one of those may the fourth be with you ones. And how is like the you said some interesting things like when you were at your major theater, how is the fandom for the Star Wars movies? Did you say some guy was crying at one? The, the Star Wars people are less annoying than the Marvel people. I'll say that. And ah, okay. Exponentially okay, less annoying. I had one where I went to go see the Avengers, you know, and I just come in and I walked home because the line was so huge to get in. Yeah. And I always mm -hmm. get what I call the crazy person times back in the day where I go there and you'd see few weirdos with movies on off times. But for like, I remember like going to say Infinity War, called up uh, the, the IMAX, whatever, Buffalo, and got the, and literally got two tickets because somebody canceled at the last minute. It yeah. sold out in like uh, five minutes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, what's your view on some of the Marvel? I think for me, I become one of those like Batman. I'm jaded about comics because I've read them for so long. They seem too formulaic to me in a lot of ways. And for us, you would think growing up with this stuff, reading, talking about it, it would be a dream come true that, wow, we can do the effects and everything, but. They all just seem, I can predict the movie from the beginning. They don't thrill me as much. They're very cookie cutter. I feel like they're kind of going outside their formula a little bit now with like Shang-Chi yeah. Shang and um, Eternals and all that. But to be to be honest with you, I don't give a damn about the Eternals. When have I ever liked the Eternals? Do you guys like the Eternals? No, like, I know, but, are, but, <laughs> but who gave a damn about the Guardians of the Galaxy? That's well, a true story. <laughs> See, but I knew who they were. But, I knew the, no, old yeah. ones, the old ones. That's the thing. Point, I, but I, I try. I, I, you know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm an MCU fanboy. So take this for what it is. Uh, but That's I fair. trust, I trust the people in charge. Now, obviously, things can take a huge left turn at any time, and God knows, you know, we've already seen a little bit of the effects of COVID on some of the stuff they put out, but very minorly. Like they had to cut out a, they cut out one whole storyline in Falcon and Winter Soldier because it involved a, uh, a virus pandemic and they were like, mm, that's so it made a couple of things not land correctly, but yeah. um, so who knows, but also you know, the fact that they're you know releasing Black Widow movie way out of sequence two years later, but it's a prequel movie anyways, but it's gonna introduce other elements. Matter of fact, we've already seen one character in Falcon and Winter Snowman who was gonna be revealed in Black Widow. Yeah, because remember you know, Black Widow was supposed to be out last, last year, year like, yeah. May or so. But one I'm excited really for, for I, I had a train of thought, and then I think I, I got myself. Taskmasters. <laughs> I do admit I like. I really liked uh, the Captain America Civil War one. I did like, and I like Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, yeah. Winter Soldier is my favorite Marvel movie. So that's good. You you said that Guardians of the Galaxy thing when I said Eternals. I think Guardians of the Galaxy had the advantage of having Chris Pratt. Of having James Gunn as the director. Even Eternals has a bunch of Raccoon or whatever it is. Yeah, like. You know, Eternals has a bunch of charismaticless people on it. You got Angelina Jolie. You got some unknown director I've never even heard of. I, I don't know. I don't think that's going to do as well as people. Well, I like she's no, yeah, she's actually a pretty well thought of director, but not on this kind of thing. I never, I don't know. Yeah. But one of the things for me too was like I, I love Neil Gaiman. That's one of his books I didn't like was his Marvel Eternals. It was almost like it was forced. It just didn't seem that, you know, good. Yeah, but I think the key is it's like with Aquaman. The saying was like Jeff Johns said: "It's not bad characters; it's bad writers. You pick the right writer, they can make anything interesting." Yeah, which yeah. is true. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, I think that I think that I I like the fact that they've kind of gotten a lot of really well known characters kind of 
out of the way as far as you know be, having to always be front and center but i i really feel like because mcu started not probably by design but almost by accident with one of the you know second tier characters is iron man who is depending on if you depending on who you talk to as far as far as joe average guy when you think of marvel characters you think of spider-man you think of captain america you know think of thor the 70s hulk, hulk and, and, thing. and and then you might think of iron man but he you know but starting with somebody who is slightly not as much of a household name um it kind of got them off the mindset it's like you know you have to you have to be you know they didn't start with spider-man which they normally would have but because they didn't have to start with spider-man did they own the rights though well no that's, that's why and that's why absolutely <laughs> But that's no, the thing, are, too. But, but it got them in the mindset of we can make it work because all these characters, if the story is told right, are interesting and they're more interesting. And a, and a lot of them, in my opinion, are more interesting than the, the main DC characters. And I think partly the difference with DC and Marvel is with okay, you go for DC, they got like the big three or so. Yeah. For Marvel, it's more okay, more down in terms mm-hmm. of more, they're all known. Plus they plus they play in different tiers better to get like Marvel jockeys the street level to cosmic thing. Um kind of but you know, they do it kind of by title. And then in DC, you never knew what the hell was gonna happen. You know, but if you paid attention to the new but, suicide squad stuff at all. Oh, I, I can't wait for that. That looks great to me. That looks like it's gonna be great. It looks like the Suicide Squad movie that should have been. You got the poor stupid shark. He always gets misplayed and everything. It's like a <laughs> Stallone's playing the shark, though. You can't hate on Stallone. Oh, wow. it is Stallone. I it's Stallone playing the shark. Yes, and Cena's in there. I, I'm kind of bummed that it's not Ron Funches, though. I really think Ron Funches King Shark is yeah. <laughs> really yeah. great. But that's the thing. I know you're a big Spider-Man fan, and like one of the things I think, like Ultimate Spider-Man, why people liked it is they took they put Peter back in high school. Everybody really liked him. Yeah. You know, I think that I'm ready for him to do some college stuff now, though, in those movies. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where they're going, obviously. But yeah. It, some, yeah. No. it sounds like this one's going to be Spider into like they, they're going to have like Tobey Maguire back, Andrew Garfield. I, I think they're doing a, I think they're doing a multiverse kind of thing with it. They're going to be they're You know, I think. And it's funny because I think everybody's doing they're doing that, you know. They're doing that with the Flashpoint movie. They're going to have, you know, so everybody's having everybody's having fun with the multiverse right now. Because it's, it's a fun been, concept, and you yeah, know, I, I, I'll be, and I'm, I'm it's going to be fun, and I hope when it's over that they just kind of put it away for a while, because that can get very like Crisis of Infinite Earths kind of thing, where you're like, okay, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I'm getting a headache from you know. So uh, much of a good thing it could be. Exactly, it's cool. You know, what was the one I remember like talking going back to comic books? I think for both of us, Final Crisis was like the headache one. Oh God, that was awful! Oh my that. God, that was so bad. Uh, I like Grant Morrison, but I don't like when he gets like too into himself. You there's know what good, I mean? There's good yeah. Grant and there's bad yeah. Grant. I think where if he hits it, he hits it. Otherwise, he's so kitchen sink and out of it, he sucks. I agree. You I like this Batman. Yeah. yeah. Well, did you like the Black Hand storyline? Oh, uh, the Black Glove, you mean? Yeah. Love, yeah. yeah. I, I did kind of like his Batman, most of it. I like most of his movies. The only thing I didn't like about that, I'm glad they changed it, was where they implied that Thomas Wayne was, Alfred was having the affair. It would have completely destroyed Batman's reason for being if it was true, but they were just lying. Yes, yes. I kind of like that, though. That was kind of interesting. Was Thomas Wayne sure. having an affair with Alfred? No, what was the thing? No. Okay. Because um, that would have been something. something. I think <laughs> Thomas Alfred, Wayne turned out Alfred was... 
Alfred was banging Martha Wayne. And then he... Or was the idea that maybe Batman was Alfred's son? Or was no, it was different? Thomas okay. Wayne was still alive. Oh, okay. Well, he was went. the villain. Yeah. Oh, and wow. they would have just taken away the whole idea. Like he faked the murder of Martha, I think, because he was boinking Alfred. This is getting Grant Morrison convoluted. I'm lost. Now. Yeah. But it was just a bunch all of proven to be untrue. But. Yeah, it was just they were a bunch of crazies. Well, yeah. yeah. It's a, so, you know, it's the Elseworlds thing. It's a whole like, hey, this is the story that assumes this and we go you know it's yeah it's easier in comics to to have a series of books you know that fall outside of the regular continuity that you know if you're just reading if you're just like i'm just a detective comics guy i'll read these storylines and ignore everything else but with movies you know and i think that's what dc wants to do now though is they want they want their movies to not be related to each other you know which i think is stupid i think I think yeah. they should be related. I don't think they should be so obsessed with continuity like Marvel is, but I feel like they should all exist in the same universe, I guess. Well, what they did sort of like with the CW, like where Supergirl's on Earth 2 or 3 and they, she pops over every now and well, then. Well, they don't, but that's that's not the way it is because they did their Crisis on Infinite Earth. So it's all, there's all just, your CW makes you, CW shows now will take place in the same Earth, except when they don't. <laughs> okay, it does what it doesn't like this show where sometimes we do intro episodes after the first episode. <laughs> that's else? just that's just time, man. But I do <laughs> like the one one of my favorite scenes of all time from Grant Morrison was when he put they had uh they had Robin being Batman now, then they had the, the other Robins. Robin, what happened was with the black, you know, can glove came back and they the Joker threw a banana peel at him and he fell on it. <laughs> I just always, that was towards the end, wasn't it? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. The Joker finally does it when they rebooted it, but that's how Grant is. I think he's just one of these. But you have like in terms of your Batman runs, you have like some favorite runs in terms of like writers. Yeah, I mean, I liked I like the Grant Morrison. I like the a good chunk of the Scott Snyder stuff. Are we talking modern era? Or are we talking like old old? Whatever school? you want. I know you've been reading it as long as I have. I've read chunks of like you know Dennis O'Neill and Neil Adams and all that, but. A lot of that old stuff, I think, is kind of eh. '90s Batman was too crossover obsessed. I, you know, yeah, that was, yeah. yeah. And then that I, was was, I must break you. Though. I yeah. must break you. And I remember Tony trying saying, I guess he was telling me all these things about how originally they were going to kill Batman. He was going to give the cowl to Dick Grayson. They chickened out. They'll never, they'll never commit to that fully. They'll always, like, whenever Bruce Wayne puts the cowl down, he, he always has it back within a year or two. Because no one, yeah. no one gives a crap about anyone other than him as Batman. To be honest with you, that's that was just the one like, thing I think. Yeah, Dark, you can't, you, yeah it's the one thing the from that was actually realistic in Dark Knight Rises was that, yeah, you see how beat up Batman was from just the fighting, how what a physical mess he was. Yeah, yeah. But the, the one big, thing, I, you know. But have you been like I know you're also a big Spider-Man fan, as we've said. How have you thought the movies have treated him? You said you want him more like a college guy now and everything. I don't like how the movies are so obsessed with Iron Man. You know what I mean? It's like Iron Man did this for me, Iron Man's doing that. I mean, I like that he has a mentor in him, but I feel like they should move past that now. I feel like he's yeah, I, I think I think they yeah, I think that's the idea now. But I think I yeah. have a feeling that Robert Downey Jr. is trying to get back in again because his big breakout post Iron Man movie was a big old tank. It had a dragon in it. <laughs> he's going to talk about a, that. Uh, Doctor Doolittle. Doolittle. I don't. Yeah, and I don't oh, understand how anybody 
I can't imagine anybody thought that was going to set the world on fire. Sometimes actors, they get too much freedom and you see they don't have a good sense of projects. Yeah, yeah. That's, why, that's why you need good management. But did you see Godzilla versus Kong? Yeah, I, I wanted it to be better than it was. I mean, I, I enjoyed it, but, you know, I thought it was just kind of... <laughs> It whipped through. It was like real yeah. fast and whipped through everything, and it didn't really have any interest in the storyline. I just wanted to just get to the end and get out of there type deal. Well, I, I I didn't know anything. Like I didn't I didn't read anything. Know anything about? It. I watched the other like got the other two Godzilla movies just so I so I know what's going on. Like that matters. But uh, <laughs> and I went in, but I did not like the Mecha Godzilla thing was a surprise to me. It shouldn't have been, but I was like, oh, hey, they got Mecha Godzilla. They're really trying to jam every. In the, that's a, in three movies, they jammed in every monster except maybe for Gamera. Yeah. <laughs> Who poor Gamera? Poor Gamera. Gamera. He's getting into, turtle boy. He's full of turtle meat. What's one thing? I mean, back in the day, obviously we'd see each other every week in Empire. How are you keeping up on comics? I'm all digital now. I do comicsology. That's the way uh, to go. What's been yeah? What's been good so far lately? I mean, I'm not su- subscribed to much. I'm you know I'm reading Batman. I read Suicide Squad. I read um, uh, I was reading Detective, but I you know kind of got pissed off at that and stopped reading it. Uh, <laughs> what was uh, going on? Did they just mistreat him? Like they just poor writing or something? Yeah, the the writer was um, she started well. Her, the first issue was good but the second issue was bad i don't like when batman fights monsters i don't like when he fights like like there's like zombies in this storyline and there's monsters uh, yeah. well and that's like i can't get behind that that's like peter milligan there were tons of complaints about his batman run because it was all supernatural it was yeah, all that kind of stuff yeah it's like you ever watch the justice league thing when they bring him on to other planets to fight big monsters yeah i mean i can deal with that because i think batman should be on the justice league but it's just he's kind of out of place in situations like he that. Plots and they can have them all killed if he needs be. He knows all their weaknesses. Yeah, that's well, just that, hard. Yeah. But I do like <laughs> I, I do like like the, the line the Flash said. What are your superpowers? I'm rich. Yeah, I'm rich. And he also said, you remember when they redid? I think Jeff Johns wrote when they redid Justice League. They had a dark side story, and the running joke was everybody was okay. I talked to Fish. I do this. They point Batman. What do you do? <laughs> that's all they say is what do you do there was a good one though gotham central was a good comic i've yet to read that actually. you'll like it i think actually you watched gotham didn't you i hated that show <laughs> there's a that point, show was one of, one of my points on it was okay they don't realize this guy's batman after all the villains come out you're <laughs> dressing up and you're fighting them and then, well they don't realize he's batman because there was no batman on gotham <laughs> he was a little kid it wasn't batman until the last episode so there's why there was no batman he didn't exist and that's <laughs> there, there was there was no yeah there was a, there was a 12 year old bruce wayne that was it. They got was, kidnapped by the Joker, and the yeah. guy who became the Joker. <laughs> the problem was, yeah. The, the, I mean, the problem was they 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 wanted to do they wanted the show to revolve around uh, Jim Gordon, and people wanted it to revolve around Bruce Wayne, and they capitulated to that, and the show got weirder and weirder as it went on. And it was fun, but it was just like this is this this is this isn't the story they were meaning to tell. You know, and then they did the Alfred show, the Pennyworth, which I, I just at this point I'm like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> just make a if you're gonna make a Batman show, just make a Batman show because I just don't care about all these periphery characters. <laughs> Why can't they? Why can't they just make a you know kind of a decently budgeted Batman show? I don't understand. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Um you know, reasons. 
<laughs> I don't know. But it's you like two different Batman live action Batman running around now. Why can't you have a third one? Yeah, this they're doing this. They're doing a Superman show now on CW. Why not? I so far yeah. I've tried so far. I just can't get into it. Yet. I, I, I watched couple, the first five episodes. I just couldn't around. get into it. Yeah, yeah. First episode I liked, but after that I just stopped getting interested. Was, it's just like I already I mean, saw Smallville. This is, and yes, it's a different like it's you know, it's but it's too much like Smallville. It's I was already seeing like okay. Uh, it's you know it takes place in Smallville. Kids are going to high school. There's going to be a new kid that gets a superpower every week. We did this for like six years on that show. Yeah, <laughs> really. They got tired. Of I've been, I've been actually I've been like Supergirl, but I'm just tired of the whole thing. That you know the trope they keep doing. Yeah, Flash, obviously. Legends of Tomorrow. It's okay because of time traveling, but it's always well. We have to go back in time. Oh, that's because that's one of the only interesting things of the Flash shows, other than running fast. <laughs> it's the thing that's the, the problem with the was always the problem with the flash is the flash's whole thing was he's really fast and after a while they were like okay he that can't just be everything he has to be able to go through stuff he has to be able to shoot lightning bolts at people then he can run fast and can go back in time which is all cool stuff but it's just like i envy him he can eat whatever he wants because of his fabulous yeah. and that one i like <laughs> yeah that would be great but your Very superpower useful. mike i always remember this like going to empire i get there you know i yell at tony like clearly the sign stays open at noon i would go in there wait for the books sometimes take forever we had <laughs> nemesis lex luther the ups man tony said was his nemesis oh yeah i would go, I would go in there and either wait like forever or i'd leave and they'd finally come you would pop in and they would just when they were out every that's time my, it's my timing man every wow. time that's how i roll you know that's like, i miss tony you miss tony oh that's why like we're gonna there if you can come back we're gonna have a reunion show i talked to dave and you know, my little boy, they're right. We want to dress up as Robin and Mike Manjone, and we're going to try to have another reunion show hooking everybody together. That'd be great. That'd be yeah, fun. I missed those because I wasn't there as much because I had stuff to do. And the saddest part was when was the last time you actually saw him or talked to him? Um, it has to be like this is a long time now. Yeah, it's been years. I mean, it was when did he pass away? 2012. Yes, I think I saw him in 2011, maybe early 2012, maybe. Because remember, his brother had cancer and he died. Yeah. And, he yeah. Passed. and what happened to me is I would hear, we would communicate, and I went in. They told me, I went down, he was at Jim's store that he said he was, because he lived, you know, he lived right by there. He was going to come down, and I thought, you better get there. Okay, you better get there. You don't know how it's going. And Mike was trying, Mike Van Jones was trying to keep me updated. What happened was I went down. There was that one hippie dude who worked there. I used to talk to all the time with the beard. And I'm staying around. He's supposed to come down. So I'm staying around as long as I can. He never showed up. Then he uh, passed that Sunday. But it just seemed like it was a part of our life for how long. And then it was just gone. That Wednesday routine, man. I, I miss that sometimes. I miss, no matter what I did, I said that to people. I, my whole life, it was good, bad, whatever. It was always those Wednesdays. Yeah. You'd see your friends there and you'd be talking until they threw us out. Therapy. <laughs> yeah, and then Tony was his tangent. Tony was such a quirky character in every way. <laughs> yes, very dry, very uh, intense humor that he used to have. Yeah, so those were yeah. fun days when I make fun of his van or whatever. I used to tell him not to smoke, but what can you do? Just have licorice. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a lost cause at, at a certain point. 
No, it wasn't his brother. But the funniest part was when I first went there, I didn't know they were twins. So I go in the other store and I thought it was Tony because Jim just, a tw- you know, I started talking to him. He's giving me this look because I act like I know him. <laughs> I, I never <laughs> met that guy. Never saw you, him. Either. Maybe you did. You don't know. But one of the funniest, oh, ones, like, I, I probably told you the story. The one time Chekhov was in town, Walter Kane, he was speaking. He collected oh. the Pong things. He came into Empire and he said, you want to work the register. So Tony's like, you got the money if you break anything. He let me look at, I, so I just walk in. I'm in my usual days to get my books, right? I go in. I just do a double take and I go, wait a second. Hey, is that Chekhov working the register? <laughs> that must have been a surprise. That must have been nice. Yeah, and he was a real nice guy. But you expect to see Chekhov working the register at the comics? No, well, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe mid eighties. They were doing the movies then. I don't know. It was when the pogs were out. He spoke, but remember those pogs? Those pogs, pogs, yeah, pogs. Yeah, he was a he was a big fan, and I guess because Tony sold him, he came in for it. Those slammers, you got to slam them with the slammers, man. I don't. Yeah, did you do a thing with them? Did you like? Yeah, you had to slam them, and they would spread. You know the You know one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Pokemon was it? Pokemon Go. What was that thing? It was like I used to hang out at Caverly's on Sundays late night with my friend John Adams. We'd get there late, and we'd be hanging out. You would see people walking around like zombies, like three, four. They still do it, man. It's still a thing. Doing their treasure hunts on these. It's still a thing. People still do it. It's and not I read comics at the age of 33, but that's embarrassing. I feel like Pokemon. Yeah, no, like, you know, I, 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 can't, 30, I can't judge. I do that at age 34. I, <laughs> there you go. You know, and have you followed the independence at all? Uh, comics, you mean? Yeah. Well, movies, too, if you want. <laughs> On either side, there's nothing that really, especially during the pandemic, nothing that really stuck out to me. Honestly. Well, there's one that list by Caitlin Yarsky. She's a, like a really good artist and everything. She oh, okay. did an image. She actually is just doing a new book for Dark Horse coming out nice. afterwards. And they're really, it's really good too. And I think I found a couple problems. Her art's really good. A lot of books I've seen, the art sucks. <laughs> yeah, lately it seems like that that end of the sticks a little bit. No, I'm not gonna judge because I can't draw stick figures, but yeah, me neither, ever, me do you ever have chicken or egg? Okay, like in terms of if you're reading the book and the story is good, if the art is like really bad and really just affects the book. Well, I'm sorry, I didn't catch that question. Okay, chicken or like in terms of art, the comics, if the story is really good, but the art is really, really bad, does it really affect the quality for you? And you just go, uh. I'll suffer through it, but it does kind of impact the, the reading experience, I guess you'd yeah, say. Yeah, I mean, it's a big part. That's what you're looking at. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that was like back, remember back in the 80s when it was all like the image, like Liefeld and McFarland, it was all the pretty pictures and the bad writing. <laughs> yeah, oh, 90s was yeah. the worst offender for that. Or Liefeld, I guess, like they called it Homie Studio because I guess he had guys just copying stuff. Well, they were just, yeah. And it was, well, that, <laughs> that's, that's why the they called it Homage. It was an in joke. Like, he, yeah. And I'd see, like, oh, this is the Hulk. <laughs> this picture's that's, out of uh, portion and everything. The whole criticism about Image was that you, so you have a bunch of artists who decided that they could be writers uh, and then throw out, you know, half of what makes comics work. Caitlin <laughs> yeah. did a series just called Coyote, which I think everything. you'll really like. And we'll get cameos on it if it's a cartoon, but I'll get you copies of the trades. I can get some. All right. Like when I'll come I mean, to the theater, if I find out where the hell it is, yeah, <laughs> like it's... Dial of Malta or something. 
But how do you very describe, hidden now? Secret location in terms of being involved with the theater. Okay, a lot of times now, like we're talking Star Wars a little because of its May. Like back in the day, I've heard from people who grew up that I wasn't born yet. Uh, <laughs> liar, but it's my show, damn it. But you would go see a movie. Now you, you go see it, whatever. After it was done, that was it for a long time. You'd have to wait for it to be on TV. There was no video. How do you see this, like, in terms of the experience of going to movies now? Because we can get stuff on video, streaming, and everything. Is it still fun? I don't think yeah, I don't think you're ever going to lose that theater aspect. I think you're going to get maybe less people coming in, but like something During like Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, something I, like I, Mortal Kombat did really well opening weekend. It did that's like what over I'm wondering about in terms of like the Snyder Cut or Godzilla. How are they doing this where Snyder okay, Cut didn't get released theatrically? No, okay. So yeah, like yeah. I know, now, how did they? I know it's coming out on DVD in June. Yeah, you know, like, that's, yeah. But how the heck are they making is it the deals they're making with Netflix and all this stuff for each show, whatever it is, the match? Is match, it yeah. they shelling out that much money for these things where they're doing good? Well, I mean, HBO Max runs uh, Warner Brothers or Warner Brothers runs HBO Max. Yeah, they're, yeah. So they're kind of feeding themselves in a way. But um, yeah, it's all I mean, about subscriptions. That's it. Yeah. I don't know if you saw, but uh, Regal did uh, an exclusive distribution deal with Warner Brothers where only Regal will be showing Warner Brothers movies starting next year for the first That's, like wow for the, wow. First, for the first two months i, I guess it is wondering oh, in wow. terms of like scheduling because i know like the bond movie last year all the things we talked about black widow is there going to be it's like i'm seeing now with friends in terms of gigs like abilene already is filled up every day they're open for gigs and there's not many places to play is there going to be like this big glut in terms of okay what are we going to put out or are they just going to push stuff back or did it get closed because of the pandemic? Some things that it just closed down from filming. No, this stuff well, seems like they're sorry. Seems like they're parceling things out. At least when it comes to movie releases, now they're not like unloading everything all at once. You know what I mean? They they push some things into next year, yeah. and you know, it seems like they're they're spacing it out very cautiously because they're not entirely sure yet how people are gonna consume movies going here on out. You know what I mean? They're trying to see if they're gonna go to the theater if they're gonna. Want not want to leave their house. I feel like the push right now, though, is to people want to get out of their house. That's why you're seeing things like Godzilla versus Kong, Mortal Kombat, do like way more than they thought they would do because people just want to get out of their I, damn I house. I could speak from I, I do help booking some concerts and stuff, and what I'm seeing is we're doing some gigs, and actually the prices are more because we have less people, and they're selling out like that. And the other thing oh, wow. I'm seeing is like, for example, my good friend Tommy, a friend of the podcast and the D&D we do, his, he just did a solo gig because modern day, he was going to do his new band Moon Gator, but his partner got COVID. Uh -oh. so, so we had quarantine, but he was doing it down at uh, the Spirit Room. And if you've never been Spy Bar, it's really small and narrow. And I had a pass on like a friend's gig this week because I'm thinking, okay, it's very limited. Okay, most things, if I'm going out, I'll make the rounds, go to three places, whatever. I'm going to have to get there an hour early. It may already be no seating. It's not yeah. worth it. You know, and I know for theaters, it's going to be whatever capacity it is now. Probably not. We're going to be we're going to be assigned seating now once we reopen. We weren't like Are that we in a freaking grade school. It's like you got to sit here. <laughs> Remember, yeah. that? it's like you had to sit. I always got the weirder one in front of me just because it was like somebody with a last name like S had to be like the, the class wacko with pencils in front of me and stuff. <laughs> you know, I don't want one of that. <laughs> I I like the doing the assigned seating. I like I, because I would you know I would get 
tickets online, you know, way ahead of time, just so I could know exactly where I want to sit, you know, and, and, but with, with, with COVID restrictions, you're just not going to be rando sitting right next to you. <laughs> you know, they get the, like the little, even. Yeah. Cause you remember like yeah. with Tony, he would give out uh, the free movie passes. Oh yeah. To the premieres. Um, I remember like that. some of the cool. ones in Henrietta, I don't know how many, it must've been radio stations. Sometimes you would go in there and it was just so crazy packed. No, oh, two two packed or the yeah. You know, I went to see elbow my friend. I had a way. She was actually worked at the old town. I had a way for her. She decided to go shopping before we went to go see Scott Pilgrim. So we showed up, like so we had to go sit right in front, and I got vertigo because the place was so packed. Mm-hmm. But he used to give those. I think he gave you one the IMAX for uh, Dark Knight at the Buffalo thing. Yes, I was going to say, I ended up seeing Dark Knight like four days before it came out. That was pretty cool. Yeah, because Tony, you know, when he pulled it, because he did it to you and he did it to me, he's like, there's a, a surprise in every package. So what's he yeah. doing? He gives me an O.J. Simpson comic with a free, <laughs> with a free, with a free Dark Knight. <laughs> That's just that, what you wanted, right, Rob? That book made a killing. Hey, well, there you go. Punning it today, huh? There's like, there's like some, uh, I mean, there's still stories that you see that Batman sold that something like, like 2.7 million or something recently, some first issue of it. Yeah, well, I must have missed that, but I'm no, not surprised. Story, but I've, there's always the rumor Tony had something to do with that Detective Comics book that sold. I heard that too. I heard it, it was action comics too. Didn't you have something to do with it? Yeah, because I mean, with the real story I heard, especially with them, obviously, like we went in the store, they had the real stuff in the tons of comics they had them in vaults and stuff like they could get them for you but they didn't have the most valuable in the store mm-hmm. yeah yeah, makes sense. But, but, yeah I, but i like tony was like he had that little like car salesman stuff to him i remember one woman came in she wanted silver age flash and he gave her like mark wayne i was like tony what are you doing man <laughs> she won't know the difference <laughs> oh man because he would say, like, people would come in, he had some guy come in and point out, like, Freddy Krueger and go, I don't want this in, I don't want that in, I don't want that. And he said, I don't want you in the store. <laughs> <laughs> he had that wit about him, more like his regular customer. He could be like, he had that, as you said, he had that sense of humor. Yeah. He wasn't afraid to offend you. He was not we had, like, some, like, there was the one weird dude, you have to remember this guy, I used to call him Stephen Hawking's. He used to come in, he wore a Spider-Man suit under his thing. All he did was collect Spider-Man. I never met that guy. No, it was like, I don't even know his name. I just called him Stephen Hawking because he came in, he seemed like a real smart kid, but he wore a Spider-Man outfit under his clothes. And like, Mark Vivenzi would come up to me and like, he's wearing the suit, he's wearing the suit. I wonder how often he washed that. Probably not very often. But there was Uh, another guy who came in, he would buy action figures every three months, spend like thousands of dollars, just pick up every action, like all the models and everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, some people, it's amazing what they collect in the day where we were more, we liked what we liked. I, to be honest, I couldn't stand anybody that went in that place besides you. <laughs> and Tony. <laughs> but, I feel blessed. Yeah. <laughs> it's you and everybody else. <laughs> That's great. That's like one of the best compliments I've ever had. Oh, there you go, what Rob. You see, what, do you, what do you see for the future? Do you think comics, and I talked to Kalen about this a lot, she hopes they're going to go on and on, but you see comics eventually just going digital or going, because obviously in the day, the only thing I'll just, before I let you talk, obviously sales, remember back in the day, you sell you know, tons of you know, the X-Men one, five million. Now I'm, I, I'm not even going to look, but I bet in terms of top sales would be probably 
not so hot. Yeah, it's usually I, the no. events now that sell the most. Those event summer event comics, like the the ones that Marvel puts out every other month, you know. Yeah. Well, comic, but, um, I, you know what I learned to hate? I used to hate free comic book day. <laughs> oh yeah, it's the worst. That oh, brings that out that was those, the worst. Yeah, that's that's like but discount day at the movie theater. Caitlin always the worst. talks to me and says that. Well, I hope you know. I'd like to do this for like five, ten more years. But I wonder in terms of wrestling because she's working indies. Yeah, I guess her book sold like coyotes. They sold out the first print, but she said then it goes down a little. And I never figured that out. Why you know maybe some people get number ones and then don't follow them. Yeah, but I wonder how it's going to go down like five because before like, now it's a lot more digital. And I think the other thing is now they how many times have they have number ones? Well, it's constant almost every you year. Know, didn't DC yeah. restart their whole universe now? Obviously, like some years ago. Yeah, they, yeah, it was back in uh, 2011, I think they did. The, <laughs> I but like um, they've done it a couple of times, but I, they, they have. Yeah, yeah. To answer your question, I feel yeah. like you're going to see, you'll probably see less comic shops, unfortunately, but I don't think you're going to see them go away because you know there's always going to be that audience for the physical copy. I need to hold it in my hand, type deal. You know, there's always going to be those guys. And I like physical copies for the graphic novels. I don't like physical copies for the floppies, though. I like no, to just... No, what, I, what I've gotten to I be think. now is what I do is I get... Uh, I just buy the the trades because I can store yeah. them a lot easier yeah. and they hold up. But, I mean, I think you read the Jeff Johns, the Three Jokers story. You tell me that was pretty good. I... Yeah, I like that a lot. The art was fantastic. You can't go wrong with Jason Fabic there, but... Um, oh, wow. I like Jeff Johns, too. I liked his... Uh, it kind of had a weird ending, but I... I think it's worth a read if you haven't read it yet. I think Definitely. still, I mean, they try to like with the Joker, they just try it's like it's like Wolverine, they wrecked him by doing the Jamie Howlett and all the yeah. origins when he was more of a mystery. Oh, yeah, the bone claws, the bone claws, the worst thing in the world for Wolverine. Well, Marvel does oh, that was stupid. Like with Ghost Rider, they'd have to have Ghost Rider and everything because he was popular, then you get sick of him. Oh, yeah. Stuff the like worst. That. That's one yeah. thing. If anybody can answer this because I don't know myself. Who would you want to see in a movie, like really get featured, who hasn't been in one yet, like a character, any character you want from comics? Someone who's never been in a movie yet, or like if he was like say he had like a really bit part in Shield or like a really mentioned but it wasn't really done right. I'd like to see hero or villain. Hero or villain doesn't matter. I mean, I'd like to see Daredevil in a movie that's good. But um, I know there's already been a Daredevil movie and a Daredevil series. I love the Daredevil series on Netflix, but they're like not counting that anymore or something. There, so I, there's rumors that they're gonna. There's rumors that they're 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 there's consideration of bringing those characters back in, and there's a reason yes. why they couldn't because there was an agreement with Netflix that um, they couldn't touch those characters for a certain amount of time after mm -hmm. the series ended. So they had like three or four, maybe five years. There's this time period that legally they couldn't do anything with those characters. And the relationship between Marvel TV and Marvel, uh, uh, you know, Marvel movies has always been very rocky because Jeff Loeb and Kevin Feige, I don't think, I guess they don't really play well together. Um, but that, you know, it's a whole inside baseball. You didn't thing. really like Jessica Jones, did you? I hated that show. Oh. <laughs> I, had asked, I, actually, oh, I, I liked it but, did you like yeah. luke cage like luke cage was pretty bad i know you because i know you were a big bendis fan not anymore but i liked his early like i liked his avengers stuff i can't stand to read him now he's writing superman and they're bantering back and forth for 30 pages and i can't stand it I think that was but, always bendis's weakness to me was 
he would take six issues to start the story. He would have the intro, the next one, then it was just it's like, yeah, you know, or somebody else would just write it in one issue. Yeah, I mean, he's doing Justice League now. And well, I know he's he focusing too Justice. much on. I did, he did Young Justice. I know that because I read the trade. Yeah, now he's doing actual Justice League now, though. But it's almost entirely focused on that original character of his, that Naomi, that no one cares about. Oh, well, that Secret Invasion too. Where okay, it's like it's like it's like everybody's a Cylon, everybody's a Scroll. The Scrolls. Yeah, yeah, I miss the Scrolls actually. They're coming. Oh, they're, 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 they're coming in Marvel. Yeah, they're in Captain yeah. Marvel. So, but you know, yeah, I'm I would like that series. People might laugh at this, but I'd like to see Deathlock done right. I think the character's got layers. You know they're going to have the Rock play him if they play him. <laughs> all the Rock. All the Rock. I like Idris Elba to play him. I like Idris Elba's playing Bloodsport in Suicide Squad. I liked. Um, I like kind of how they did like in the first couple of seasons of Agents of Shield with um August J. August Wilson. I think his name. Yeah, kid feud from Angel. I thought he did a pretty good job, but you know. Oh yeah, he was in that, wasn't he? I forget yeah, he was a very very the first couple seasons of that. Yeah, when, when they were still tied in with the mcu and then they had to throw them into the far future so they couldn't be in yeah. anything well Which, the rock yeah. is black adam obviously well yeah that's his yeah. yes that's his whole thing that's filming now i guess but i guess it is yeah. here's brosnan's dr fate they're gonna have hawkman in it that could be good that could I be think fun he's a good badass too where did you what'd you think of the shazam movie it, it was fun i mean it wasn't my cup of tea personally but it was fun i'm glad it exists I like Christmas movies, and it was a Christmas movie. So, yeah. I don't, if, you, if you haven't seen Last Christmas, that's like the best Christmas movie ever. I didn't see it. I I, I meant to, but I never got around to it. Oh no, that one is like I I own it. I watched it like twenty times at least. It just in terms of because I do have I mean Christmas music and Christmas films, and I thought that's the Love, best. and I thought Love Actually was the best, but Last Christmas is better. <laughs> I'm a big jingle all the way, Mark. So. Don't get oh. me started on my Christmas. Your <laughs> Lobo paramilitary Christmas special. <laughs> Is there such thing? I didn't even know that. Oh, you did that was that's so funny. That's like absolutely hilarious. A, you, I think I saw it's on YouTube, I think, or somewhere. Well, it's a comic book. So. No, no, but they, they did it. They, they did a there was a there was a like a, a God, I don't know. It was a while back that they it, they somebody did it. Somebody did a, a live action was very low budget. But it's out there though. It's crazy. <laughs> do you have um, you have like a guilty pleasure in terms of like that, or is it just Christmas movies? This is something about Mike. We all know Mike loves the snow and he pisses people off around here with comments about it. <laughs> I'm usually happy when most everyone else is miserable. So if everyone hates winter, you know, I'm, my, I'm mom, no, my mom loves the snow too, and it's like almost like a reaction. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't gotten like flagged online for making people miserable when it's like ah, it's 30 <laughs> degrees this week, it's gonna be 30. That's right. You gotta remind them, you gotta remind Some people, people have accurate, to like it, you know. No, my mom loved it. My mom would always complain about the heat and like go on about the winter and then tell my dad he had to drive because it was too crappy out. <laughs> My mom hated weather. She hated pretty much all weather. You know, <laughs> she she would complain about all all you know. If it was just you know mild and like sixty degrees, that's the only thing she could exist but, in. I mean, do you have any like celebrity those films or things you watch like you would probably be you'd never think you would like, but you do? Any guilty pleasures? I'd have to think on that. Something that you wouldn't think that I no, would personally like? like. Oh me? Yeah. Oh God, movies. Uh, I, 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 Friday the 13th, I, I love, 
all them dumb Friday the 13th movies. We've talked about this before. Uh, all for different reasons. Actually, I'll, I'll admit, really, I'm going really to admit bad. one. The Fast and Furious series. Oh, no, you like those? No, the thing is, they are what they are. That's all. Yeah. yeah. I just take it as dumb popcorn entertainment. That's another That's another big movie. that's Because like, we were talking earlier about, you know, what's movie theaters going to do. There's still a bunch of movies that have been held back. Fast and Furious 9 has been held back. The James Bond movie has been held back. Black Widow has been held back. Um, there's some other ones, too, that I'm forgetting. So I am hoping that Amelia Clark gets Mara. I'm just still holding out. That'd be good. Basically. That'd be good. I can't stand Amber Heard. She's... She's, she's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, know. she looks good. But that's she's about nice it. to look. Um, yeah. I, yes. I, I met her years ago at a film thing, and people were asking me, "Was she?" She met me like briefly. She's going to do weird stuff. Yeah, she, yeah. You know, who knows? I just, I just. Well, she, they were both. She beats up Johnny Depp. <laughs> they're, they're, I, my my takeaway on that whole thing is they're both shitty people. Yeah, I would say. That. <laughs> like I think they're both brain. shitty people. Uh, and they were shitty together. So what are you going to do? Yeah, it sounds like ninety percent of my last relationships. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll have another episode. Mike, Tommy, Tommy will be on too about dating in Rochester. <laughs> I can't wait for that one. Oh, that, that'll be. Is that a good idea? You think that's a good idea? Monetized on that one. Did you see the Vin? I saw the Vin Diesel ad last night, where he's talking about movies coming back. Oh yeah, I mean they're they're pumping that up. You know. My my location's reopening on the 14th, so we're getting all ramped up for that. Excellent. Now you'll have to find this, and I think it's in Malta. Have you been involved in wrestling at all? Oh, yeah. I, I watch AEW, and I, I dabble in WWE. See, I watch AEW. I tried to watch WWE, and, and it sucked. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's hard to get through. I watch the pay per views and I'll you know watch a little SmackDown. It's like what the hell? No, no, I I know I I I I I'm not I've never been a big wrestling fan, but I appreciate it for what it is and it's fun to watch. Uh, and I love the fact that AEW is a big is a thing now because I think the any any kind of thing where you have one choice and that's it just. It, it, it sucks it just you know it's and it sucked for the performers and it's su- you know it just like you know so the whole like vince mcmahon era of owning all wrestling is is coming to an end which is which is only good for wrestling and wrestling fans and i think for the wrestlers yeah. because it sounds like it sounds like wwe is a miserable place to work right now but like you get like AEW, you get yeah. a lot more freedom and everything else yeah they're all contract workers and they get they have they, they with with uh wwe and they 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 didn't get insurance and they get they're just you're talking about the highest one of the highest risk professions you can have for, for hurting yourself badly yes you know it's it's ridiculous but yeah that's yeah, so you know aw is good but it's not i feel like aw fans are like cultists and they find it to be infallible in every way i feel like it's got its issues you know and the wwe also has its issues but there's right. there's good sides to both and I think you shouldn't pick one over the other. I think you should just well, enjoy you like watching. Like. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. It's yeah, like exactly. that's what I call toxic yeah. fandom, and a lot of things. Like a friend of mine who's a writer wrote something recently saying how much hate he gets because he says people are just jealous of because they want to do what I'm doing. And I think like some people get like like Star Wars is one example where it's like you know and pick anything where some people who are hardcore fans they don't realize okay it's not real. Here's 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 my here's my ultimate take on that. I mean, yeah, I think I think these I think it's it's the same in a lot of things. Oh, I you have a you have an incredibly vocal minority 
And when they speak, everyone has to react to it. And it sounds like, oh my God, all Star Wars fans are horrible. And all these fans, it's not. It's a small group of people who yell the loudest they can on the internet. And it's the same with everything. And it's just like, the best thing you can do is just be like, okay, cool. That's your opinion. Move on. Say nothing about it. And just don't refer to it and don't feed the trolls. Just let them burn out. That's and they, perfect. That's what I learned the last couple we, of years. It's hard. It's well I said. can't do it. I have the same way. I see those and I just, I just want to grab them. Well, I saw like nope. after uh, Game of Thrones last season and one very misunderstood character and I shut up. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Okay. Or like, did you have a favorite Star Wars movie? Yeah, I know you and I don't know. If, I never know if you're really big of a fan because I'm like, people think I am, but I'm not like a huge. I mean, I watch it, but I'm not really a big fan. This will be controversial, but my favorite one is Last Jedi. I don't think he, you're wrong. He loves it. I, oh, I there think, you go. There I, the you Last go. Jedi was the definitely the best of the sequel trilogy because it was a one. It was the one that's the only one that seemed to have a definitive direction. <laughs> yes, <absolutely. laughs> you know, and and it pissed everybody off. Though when you look at the the one before and the one after, and I, and I liked I liked um, the Force Awakens. Um, I had a really good time watching it, and I remember really liking the Rise of Skywalker I when I when I watched it. See it, but it, it's you know it's just like I you know I judge them all on their own merit. It's like the, the biggest problem that that trilogy had was they didn't have a roadmap, um, but there was good performances and cool scenes in all of them. I you know it's like like I liked I liked uh, that three PO got to be a focal point of a movie for once. I thought yeah, that was cool. cool. I like that because he's a character that just takes a lot of shit. Um, you know, I, I I got sick of them introducing characters for five seconds, you know, uh, for and they were incredibly important and then disappeared forever. But did you see, okay, <laughs> going, going around in a full circle, episode Harley Quinn, the one where Batman comes back, they have two stereotype geeks watching it going, this is woke crap, this sucks. <laughs> It's all Batman. Yeah, I love that the episode. Absolutely. Has great. a shirt on, last Jedi, not canon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the other big mistake they made was they is they is they whenever you cave to that kind of thing, like they 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 retconned stuff from The Last Jedi, which was a mistake. It just like it just don't don't do stuff to make the previous chapter less impactful. You know, just like because the minute you do that. There was just like, oh, he's going to retcon stuff. It's just like it's not going to have the effect you want it to have. What do you think? The same Solo people here? are going to are going to roll their eyes at it. Exactly what do you think is Solo? It was fun. It was a fun movie. I mean, I, I think that's the well, most underrated of all the movies. The score I would agree on that for a different reason. Because <laughs> you have one specific reason, oh. and I don't, I don't have any problem with it. I thought, I thought that one specific reason did a very good job, but I also think there was other things. You had, did you like the Mandalorian? Oh, I love that show. Yeah, oh, especially the second season. Caitlin calls this. I'll just, I'll do Caitlin's review. Baby Yoda is so fucking cute. <laughs> that was. A I hope he takes a break now. A little, I'm a little baby Yoda out. I think he needs yeah. to sit out a few episodes. I think. I think. Yeah. I think Grogu's yeah. going on. A but I also, I think what the Mandalorian is too is when you take okay for a lot of Star Wars movies, you can have the space battle, crackerjack philosophy, the learning, like the young person learning, become the warrior or whatever. But I think it's a different plot where it's like an old western. You have a quest. Yeah. You have a thing to do. So it's That's- something different. Yeah, that was a whole that was a whole thing. They wanted, you know, the Mandalorian is like the rifleman or the, you know, you know, that that you know the 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 guy, you know, the the lone gunman guy who, you know, 
uh, you know, does, you know, inadvertently collects these ragtag people that can come together in the end. And I loved that about it. I loved that even in each season, he would pick up these people and meet them, then they would go away. And at the end, they'd all have a reason to get back together again and have a big fight with someone. And it's just like, and I, I just, I loved that about it. It was just fun. But I also thought like we've talked about canon, like all comic books, like you realize if you really not comic history, like we do, that in terms of like Batman, when he started out, he carried a machine gun. Yeah, you know, he carried he, a handgun. Yeah, he carried yeah. like a little handgun yeah. belly and a machine yeah. gun in one episode. But Superman, Kryptonite did not even come from the comic, it came from the radio show because they needed something to get yeah. him with. Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, it came from that. And I think that the, the, Harvey Dent was Harvey Kent. They changed it. And I think they did that because probably people wrote in saying that Clark had an evil brother in Gotham. <laughs> Yeah, and, I mean, like that, but that happened like just inadvertently. I mean, it was, I, I, some old books. He was Harvey Kent. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it was a misprint. The Hulk was green because the inker screwed up. Yeah. The Hulk was yeah. gray because no, he's screwed. gray. Excuse he me. was gray because he was yeah, green. he was supposed to be green, yeah. but he just he just they didn't come out right. You know, the, the humans have lived on the the moon, Atlantis, Himalayas. I heard that series sucked. That oh, was, that was very bad. I never even saw that one. It was it was real it was real bad. I remember I, like I, an I idiot. Wanted... I went to uh I saw the first episode in IMAX when it released. Oh, did you? Yeah. It was yeah. How how did that go? Oh, it was it was the best night of my life, man. <laughs> that was the, one of the worst shows I've ever seen. Terrible. Oh, it's just like yeah. they had to cut on Medusa's hair off because they couldn't afford to do that effect all the time. I was like, why are we doing this? Yeah. Really. <laughs> why are we doing this? Jeff Loeb for you. Jeff Loeb. Jeff Loeb, yeah. Yeah, Loeb, you know, I like this Batman and Superman comic. Well, I'm looking forward to that Long Halloween animated movie. Looks pretty good. It does. That, yeah, 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 that yeah. looks pretty good. I like Long Halloween. I enjoyed those. I like that they're doing the animated movies of all the big, like, all the big graphic novel stories. I think that's cool. Yeah, yes. I think a lot of the animation is very good. All right. Well, let's talk... Uh, we well we're over a little, but I don't know how Wait, much longer. Doesn't matter. Okay, it's cool. interesting. I have nothing to do. <laughs> I want to. I want to ask you. I don't know how much of that. How many? Have you seen a bunch of the animated Batman movies? You've seen like I've, a, I've seen all of them. You've seen all of them. Okay, so who's yeah. your? Is there a particular voice? Because I know they're voiced by different people, different ones. So is there like a, a a Batman voice that's like your favorite Batman voice? Well, I like you know you can't go wrong with Kevin Conroy because I grew up with him. Oh yeah, absolutely. Series. But I actually, this is kind of random, but I liked the guy who voiced him in Arkham Origins. Did you ever play that game? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just like this young kind of badass voice. I liked it. I thought it was good. I, I don't remember his name, but he's like a big voiceover guy. Okay. But um, his voice in that was cool. I liked that. I thought that was I, a good team. Yeah, I know I know that um, Jensen Eccles has been doing him in a few of them from uh, Supernatural. Yeah, he's doing them in uh, Long Halloween, actually. Yeah. My favorites actually aren't even Batman. I actually think Mark Hamill does really good as the Joker. Well, yeah. And, I really, yeah. and I really like Batman Beyond. Well, I, that's the one Batman animated thing that I don't don't like. I never liked it. You know why? Because Bruce Wayne isn't Batman, and I can't get over that. Like well, you, they were going to make a movie. They were, they were offering Clint Eastwood the role, I guess. Yeah, yeah. The, the, um, and I also think Tara Strong actually obviously did a really good job as Harley. Oh yeah, but I can't like Kaylee DeCoco, like from Big Bang Theory. I don't even recognize her voice as Harley in this one. It's like I keep. But she does. She does a great job. But she does because I don't recognize like in terms of her voice, she wouldn't know who it was. Yeah, I like that she doesn't do that accent. You know, 
she doesn't do yeah that. I, that's Part one thing that i think that uh that margot robbie got brought to it was like not just carrying over that same accent yeah she's oh, yeah. like birds of prey like, yeah, it was it was fun. Yeah, it was yeah. Like good. people have criticized it, and I've said it's coming from somebody's mind who needs a little help. So that's why it's skewered all over the place because yeah. it's Harley's mind. Yeah, like the scene with the egg sandwich. <laughs> okay, Roger Craig Smith. That's the that guy who voiced yeah. him in yeah in Arkham Origins. Yeah. Yes. Very. I good. liked him. Well, it's so funny how the games are different. I remember there was a Superman game. For Atari years ago, you just flew around the city, picked stuff up, and came back, and you were done. <laughs> Listen, I remember there was a Superman PlayStation game where you could just—it was you just—and I, I remember there was a demo for it on something, and all I did was just run around and destroy everything. Because <laughs> you could just do it, just you could just run around and break anything. One of the things was, was we were really locked down and we couldn't go anywhere. I, I got actually friends sent me an old golden age Atari and another one of the old things. Yeah. I, so I go to play it. I show I'm old because I got a stiff neck turning my head playing it. It's like, okay, I'm old. But <laughs> man, the effects suck. They were state of the art when we were both like, I can't wait to see this thing. So good. They, had. <laughs> they just, yeah, just what they could do with your TV. How was that? That's like going a little circle as we do on this in terms of COVID. How was that in terms of like being busy? All of a sudden, you're just stuck. You can't. It, it was you know, at first. I had you know I was hanging with my girlfriend a lot, but then that relationship ended. So then I had to kind of find out who I am without. Did she know though? Did she? You never told her your secret identity, did you? You Batman. I mean, now, damn it. We're just well, kidding. Way to go. <laughs> No, I had to keep it secret. secret. I know how they had to be so tough too, because you'd be out. Well, where could you really go? But you'd see that bat signal, and you're like, ah, shit. (laughs) You know, I had a garbage plate. I have to go to the bathroom. You don't come back for two hours, and you're all bruised. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you had a rough time in that bathroom, Rob. You never know, man. Yeah. Well, the funniest part about it is like my friend Janine owns a vino, so we do takeout after a couple months. You got to call up, order it. You know, you pay. You go down there, you have to text them. It looks like they're doing their, it's a hospital room where they're like operating and they're having, they're cooking a barbecue back and serving it. They're coming up with masks and everything. No, oh, man. Yeah. It was just so strange. And then, like, when you went to the store for the first time or all the stuff with the masks. Well, it's it, weird how, how, how normal it is now. It's yeah. Now, part of the, just, yeah. Yeah. I liked it in a way because it was like now I can't do anything. It's like I, can't <laughs> it's like for a while my introvert. I had a friend really worse introvert than my side, where she said, "This is the happiest time I've ever had in my life." About the first six months, once I, once I settled into uh, to you know my Domestic new existence, bliss. it was I, I I was really having a good time, and then <laughs> though though I think tonight. I think tonight I'm having my first like I'm going I think I'm going over to a friend's house and playing some board games tonight. Oh my god. Oh, I know. Okay. I've done that one other time in the last like a month. I'm watching Supergirl in the Flash. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad for you. That those shows are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I hate to say it, but like one of the ones because I you know I met Tony Isabella, but one of the ones I just couldn't get into is Black Light. I tried. And the I other tried one, too. I try all of them. And the other one, I tried a star girl. I really trying to give it a yeah, chance. Man, Joan likes it. I know Eclipso is going to be on it, but it was like, okay, 
it's like a bandit's thing, like you said, where it was just get going. Yeah, it's it's their their teen romances wrapped in a superhero show. That's what those CW shows are, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not the one who said it. Somebody at the comic book store said that's all Smallville was was Dawson's Creek and superpowers. Yeah, that's what it was. That's kind of what it was. Yeah, that's what. That's, true. Yeah, it was on. It was on for ten seasons. I saw every single episode, and not because. And, the, and the, for the first like three or four seasons, I saw it because I was liking. It. For the rest of them, I just saw it because I just couldn't believe what I was seeing at the time. I'm just like. I just I was not necessarily hate watching it, but like definitely watching it like 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 you watch the room, you know, just like you know, just like what stupid thing are they going to do? We're unlimited. We'll wrap it up in a little bit. But what is like lately the worst movie you've seen where you'd say this really sucked? Because he mentioned the room. Oh man, it's another thing I got. I got to think about that for a second. Sorry. I've been watching a lot of trash over this uh, year. <laughs> so I got to really think. Oh, The Room. I mean, Troll 2 is supposed to lead up there, too. Yeah, that's another one where as a movie that that uh, was almost made by accident. <laughs> you know, the lead is some guy that, you know, it's like the Manos Hands of Fate thing. It's like they put this movie together somehow. There were some people We're not in it. You, you just yeah. so much crap. But one thing I was thinking of in terms of how one of the backgrounds we both have is I think you worked like at places on East and Alexander too. Yeah, I used to be. Uh, yeah, you know, I did. I, I just run a promotions corner and Crown. And yeah. I just was thinking one of the things that got me was thinking back because I would go to Skylark and I would park and I'd walk through there and go, Wow, there are so many douchebags out. <laughs> Are you talking about me at the time? Not at all. I remember like running <laughs> into you at some time. You, I said somehow Mike manages to stay away from this. Does not become one of them. Well, it's weird because I'm. I kind of look like a like a douchebag tool, but inside, like, <laughs> I was gonna say something, but I, I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> but inside, I'm like you know, just like a normal nerdy person. You know what I mean? It's it's. I'm wrapped in like these layers of. Tool, tool. Oh, I am. I, love, <laughs> I have all these strange aspects of my personality. It would be like there was one dude who came into Empire Comics. He was a real macho guy, construction worker. But I guess like he hid upstairs. He had rooms like when he had his buddies over, you know, downstairs watching sports. He had rooms upstairs that were like just filled with action figures and toys and everything. I think I think the world we're living in now, as far as that kind of stuff, is I think a lot of people are not are. It's okay. It's become okay to have the dorky things, you know, for the most yes. part. Like, but how know. is that seeing that when we've been like comic book readers for so long and now it's quote unquote sort of mainstream, even though the mainstream has no idea about, you know, the real comics and stuff that you see the movies. But it was like a I, cult thing. Try like, not to be like a snob about it, but I feel like the yeah. people who have like the loudest opinions about comic book movies literally have never picked up a comic that. in their entire life. Yeah, that's that's the you problem. Know what Tony yeah. called yeah. it. Tony called them these fake experts who read Wizards for six months. It's the it's <laughs> the Dunning Kruger effect. Is that what it's? It's the. But uh, I did the becoming an expert with oh, very little actual knowledge. My best work in Empire ever yes. might have been my best work. My friend Melissa had off this week. We went down to Empire, and I told a couple people coming in play with me on this one. So we get in, we talk like the most stereotype dorks. Or did you read the recent Fantastic Four? Now we. Clearly, Reed had this power because in issue 44, panel five of the third page, he showed glimpses of this. Uh, that was panel six, actually. 
And we were arguing, <laughs> the most self-aware I ever, there was one guy in there, we started talking about the first X-Men movie. And we started going on about Wolverine. They were going, well, he was sort of gritty. Then we looked at each other going, we need to get lives. <laughs> yeah, we can, you know, we got to stop this now. <laughs> to take, just take a look, hard look in the mirror and just be like, how am I doing? We become what we hate. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, everybody. It's a, everybody's everybody's kind of doomed in their own way. It's like that snob that. reflex when you know something and somebody oh, just says yes. something wrong. And it's like I it's have hard, such a problem with that. I, I too, wrestling with that for it's years. Harmless. Or it's just some harmless thing, but like it's a little snoot thing. Like somebody, it drives me crazy if somebody mentions like a record album or a song and they goof it up. And I, I just want I, to shut up. I genuinely like what's going on in my mind. The psychosis going on in my mind at that moment is I genuinely think I'm helping that person by interrupting them and though. correcting them, and I'm just like, and then I feel really bad about them. Like I'm sorry. I'm you know, I do the same thing. Another thing I'm bad about it with like dogs, they care. Because I've seen people who don't know how to talk to dogs, and I've been having dogs my whole life, but I don't want to say something to them because I feel like I'm a snoot. It would help the dog, you know. Yeah, like but that's feel like that a is, jackass. Yeah, but I also think it's like you know, I, I, that's that's a very that's a useful thing. That's something that. Well, and the know, damn thing you know. jumps the fence is trying to bite me. Yeah, <laughs> but what is the misconception about working at theaters that you hear from people? I think I think people look at it as a joke job, but there's a lot that goes on. Oh. to run a movie theater that nobody realizes and it literally employs full-time over 150,000 people in the u.s so i mean when, when they shut all these things down it really impacted a lot of people yeah. people kind of look at it like this funny little you know hand out popcorn and you're kind of a joke type deal but there's like careers and lives that depend on this business and you know you can't just shut it down indefinitely like they did well, multiplexes especially because there's so much there's so much square footage of that place that yeah. everything has to work. You have these projectors that all have to work. You know, exactly. you have it needs to be cleaned. It's you know, it, it you know all that's all the stuff needs to you know everything needs you know you need to order all the stuff that all the consumables that you need don't you get to, like for scheduling yeah. too? Don't they ship the movies? You have to like have the schedule down. Oh, this is going to be. This is going to be. Yeah, just before I left, I just mastered making playlists and programming movies. And now I lost all of my memory of how to do all of that. So it's very annoying. Right. I got to relearn yeah. the whole thing again. You, you know, don't get, you don't get very, real you can, film reels anymore. I saw this. I was like, and I had a man crush. Before the one movie, there's there's Mike sweeping up the theater and a little play thing out of there. It's very well acted. Wait, what do you mean? There was a, before the movie started, they had a little of your theater and they showed stuff and they showed you coming in and sweeping up. Like a little, a yeah, little, like a little vignette. You did like some acting. I don't even remember that. That must have been a long time. <laughs> I, I remember when I was a kid, I felt like a jackass because I would get like jujubes and throw them down the aisle and I felt so bad. I can't tell you every time I sit down in a movie theater, the last like three or four times that I have a big thing of popcorn, I set it down. Oh, it's just <laughs> flying all over the place. And I just oh, feel man. like, especially I when I like, because I've gone a few times to, to, to one of the theaters that's open. And I'm always literally almost always the only person there, or there's two other people there. It's great. Then I'm like, then I threw all this popcorn. It's like the only guy in the theater. I and I have one. to throw a whole bunch of popcorn so around. I have one. I felt so bad, but went to see Deadpool 2. And I did yoga class before. <laughs> and I was like really sore. So my dad wanted a big bucket of popcorn. So I'm being a dumbass. I got it first. 
So we were going out after it was over. I stepped the wrong way on the stair and tripped and threw mm -hmm. it on the people in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> not, to, not to be a dick, but I don't clean the theaters anymore, so you can do whatever you want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel bad for whoever has to. Don't damage anything. The yeah. worst, yeah. though, and I, I'm convinced I'm probably wrong. I think some guy pissed himself in the seat I sat in one time <laughs> because I sat down and it was wet. <laughs> oh, that happens a lot. People pee. Remember one time we went into the bathroom once and there was literally feces all over the walls and the ceiling. I've seen a cleaning oh. bars. I've seen a cleaning bars. And you're well, still you with kids. So you're not. Um, probably not. No, it's probably not. <laughs> no, a lot of work. They I couldn't think, reach that. You know, high. the problem now, I think, especially with social media, where you have a lot of experts who've never done anything. It's like yeah. if you do something, people just think, well, oh, I can do it better. Well, take my job for a week. Yeah. Any yeah. almost yeah, almost any job that you've never done anything. Even like this. Before. I mean, there is an art to this where you try to be interesting in. You know, so people don't like be sending you hate mail or doing stuff no, like not, that. Not just anybody can do this. Yeah, I mean, you learn it. With you have yourself. to have a computer and a microphone. Yeah, and you, you know, who can <laughs> else do this? Reasonable amount of broadband internet. Yeah, you got to learn how to how to flow a convo and come up with time. No, you do. You, you learn space. like you start. Like yeah. I try to like for you, we were a little extra because we haven't seen you in so long, and because we're trying this. But I try yeah, to like we, we start out. We go around in circle, then we come back like within like about an hour or so. Yeah. And this one's oh, okay. so, 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 been so interesting and fun. It's, it's just good to see you again. So yeah. it's so they, they drag me in. They I get dragged in. I, I come in. I I they ask me to come in. I love to, especially on these ones where we don't have a specific topic or we have a loose topic. Yeah. Because and then you know, the other thing is I know most of the guests, but every now and again you'll get that out there weirdo who will talk about stuff I don't want to talk about. <laughs> yeah. No, but they are really crazy. And you know, it's like, okay, how are those Mets doing? And I keep telling you, you know, you can edit these. <laughs> we let you talk about whatever you yeah. want. That's why we try to avoid politics and stuff. But when guys are doing their conspiracy shit, then people are yeah, supposed to be is... talking about movies. <laughs> that stuff's not. Yeah, that sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's what you do. But then, man, thanks for being good to see you after all this. I'll be stopping, you know, I'll be getting on plane to Malta to see you at the theater. Well, it was a pleasure. You just let me know if you want me to do another oh, one. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to have an Empire reunion and stuff. And Patrick, you can be part of it and stuff. Yeah, I'll, I'll do whatever you need. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here to facilitate the carnival. And now well, you um, read the comic books. You yeah, comic I've read books. the comic books. So, where did you shop from? Did you go to Excel? Honestly, I never had a specific place because I, I, well, no. Um, when I was collecting, this is years ago, I haven't collected them since Me I was either. in college. I stopped when I was in college because mm -hmm. I just ran out of money and it was, you know, it was getting on the like mid 90s where you couldn't read just one one book because there was crossovers every five minutes. So to know what was going on, you got to, and I was, and for a while I was reading the X titles, which is the worst thing you could have read <laughs> in the early 90s because every exactly. other issue you had to get nine issues to know what's going on the jaded cover the pop yeah and cover. i would try to get like what's the cheap cover i don't 13, care 13, I want the 13, cheap. 13 different colors but i stopped then but before that um i can't remember what the place was called it was a. Uh, it was comic um, book heaven there's one comic book cedra it was it was my it was uh in the um parenting square mall oh wonderland wonderland that's where it was because Wonderland originally I was bought all in, my old Spider-Mans there because they had a half price sale. They were originally in Victor, and I'm from Victor, South so it was in downtown. And then they yeah, and then they moved down there. So when I was regularly collecting, um, and I used to get uh and I don't even know, um, Mike Churchill, 
who was one of the guys there. They opened a store in Macedon, I think. I don't know if it's still it years and years ago. But he was like, he was my comic connection. There. No, you could get like they had a half price sale. That's where you could like load up on yeah. packages. That's why I said I got I got a stack of Spider Man like this. I just like I, yeah, I was like, and I was like, I I think I collected the Punisher. <laughs> I collected the Pun. Yeah, I did. Look, I collected the Punisher. I collected Silver Surfer. Iron Man was my my guy. Uh, Iron Man, Silver Surfer, the Punisher. Those were the mainstays. I, 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 I went off and on on Batman, depending on what was going on in stores. I, I collected Detective exclusively for a while. Um, well, they but I never, I was a kid. Batman. I never had a lot of money. No, so I could, you know, and that, you know. Yeah. And we're talking the years for comics were going from being like 75 cents to like $3. Yeah, you remember that still only 75 cents, still a dollar. Yeah. And then, there, but the, you, know, you think now it's just like, but they jumped into three dollars an issue, and I didn't have like I didn't have even ten bucks a week to spend on yeah, comic books. I was the but kid. It's been a pleasure, my friend, having you on, and finally you're here. You've always we always considered you part of the family here. Well, I appreciate that. It has and, been a pleasure uh, we'll for me. You, uh, we'll find. I know you're going to get a lot busier. We will try to find a time when we can get everybody. I can find time. Plus, this is working too. Yeah. If you want to find time, just look at the clock on the wall. I suppose. Yeah. My now we usually have like music at the end, or we don't, unless you would like to sing the Spider Man or Batman theme because <laughs> we could copyright it, but we don't have any bands to play on here, so not right, not at the moment, but, no. you know. And they'll nail us if we like, like post like a video or something, like yeah. This. You get, yeah, you can flag just... us from my friends, even like my friend Josh Nesky and my friend Michaela David said that's crazy, but they get flagged putting their own music on because somebody sees it, yeah, yeah. And we'll talk about the dating scene in Rochester next time. That'd be a pleasure. I can't wait. To <laughs> hey, man, lots of stories for you. All right. Thanks a lot, man. If we see, we could do like three hours, but people will fall asleep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> thanks a lot, man. All right. Thanks, man. No nice problem. Nice to see you, man. Bye. See you later.